and welcome to Read Books with Josiah. Today I'll be talking about the book Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky by Kwame Umbalia. It won the Coretta Scott King Award and New York Times named it in the top 25 children's books of 2019. It is a book about West African mythology and a boy, Tristan, who stumbles upon its world. Tristan is sad about losing his best friend and his parents send him to spend the summer on his grandparents' farm. While he is there, a little doll, Gumbaby, steals his best friend's notebook. When he chases after Gumbaby, he accidentally punches a hole in the sky and his adventure begins. But before we go any further, I've got a joke for you. How do you make fruit punch? You give it boxing lessons. (laughs) On my podcast, READ is an acronym that stands for READ, EXPLORE, ADORE, and DISCUSS. So on each episode, I'll read you a part of the book, explore some fun facts the book inspired me to learn, share what I adored about the book, and discuss the book with some friends and listeners. So let's get into it with Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky. I chose this passage because it shows how Tristan Strong is feeling after losing his first boxing match and about his parents sending him to live with his grandparents. So here we go. The decision to ship me to Granddad and Nana Strong's farm down in Alabama had been made without my input. Typical. My parents had talked about it a few times before, but after Eddie's death and my third school fight in the final two weeks before summer break, well, I guess the time was right. At least I'd held my own in those school fights, unlike in the ring last night. It was just my luck that my grandfather had been there to witness my humiliation. You outweighed that other kid by seven pounds, Granddad had said after the match in his growling rasp of a voice. Set the family name back by a decade. That's me, Tristan Disappointment. This is the part where we explore more. This book inspired me to learn more about West African myths. A myth is a story without an author that is passed along through generations and is usually intended to teach a lesson or about an event. One very popular mythical creature is Anansi the Spider. Anansi is a character that appears in the book. Here is a myth that has been written about him. Anansi the Spider took pride in being very clever, but he knew he was not very wise. So he came up with an idea. He would go to his neighbors and ask them for advice and wisdom, and he would put the wisdom in a gourd. Everyone happily gave him wisdom because they knew Anansi needed wisdom the most. When Anansi had filled his gourd with wisdom and advice, he scuttled back home excitedly. But then he had a thought. What if someone tries to steal all my wisdom? So he found a tall tree and decided to hide it there. He clutched the gourd with two legs and tried to climb the tree with the other six, but the gourd was too heavy. Just as he was growing frustrated, his son came to him and said, Why don't you just tie the gourd to your back, Dad? Then Anansi realized that wisdom was best used if shared with others. So he tied the gourd to his back and climbed to the top of the tree and held the gourd up to the sky. All the wisdom spilled out and flew far and wide. And that is how wisdom came to the land. So this is the part of the podcast where I tell you what I adored about the book. I loved a lot about Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky, but here are a few things I want to share with you. Number one, I loved learning about West African myths. If you know me, you know I love mythology, and I know a lot about Greek, Roman, and Egyptian myths. But I had never heard of West African myths, so it was fun to learn about them. Number two, 
To me, in many books I've read, the protagonist, aka the hero, has an easy time achieving their goal. But in this book, Tristan had to face many challenges, which made the book very interesting. I admired Tristan's perseverance and courage. Number 3. Even though this book was very serious at times, there were also times when the book was very funny. Gumbaby was one of the funniest characters in my opinion. She has lots of attitude and was not afraid to give her opinion. Number 4. Another thing I loved about this book was Tristan's character development. In the beginning of the book, Tristan was feeling like a disappointment and a failure to his family. As the book goes on, Tristan finds his purpose and feels more confident about who he is as a person. I remember times where I felt like Tristan did, like the time I dropped a touchdown catch with my flag football team. Tristan's character helped me to remember that we all make mistakes, but we can learn and grow from them. These were a few things that I loved about Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky. I hope you pick up the book so you can see what you love about it too. This is the part where I discuss more. Like I said earlier, I love mythology. My dad works on a college campus and he knows a guy who was featured in the documentary Finding the Gold Within that shows the use of myths helping mentor young black boys in the community. Here to talk with me is Darius Simpson. So Darius, how did you get introduced to myths? So I was in high school and it was my freshman year, so I was in ninth grade. And um, we, we got called into the office, actually. It was, uh, it was like midway through the year, so around like, I don't know, like November or something like that. And so we went into the office. I saw all the other, the, you know, the other troublemakers in the room. And they didn't tell us what we were there for. They didn't give us any context. They just called us into a room and said, hey, go, go into that room. And we sat in a circle. Um, and then uh, there, were, there were two older Black men um in there that we some of us knew but most of us hadn't met before and yeah they told us who they were what they were about and it was a, a group for specifically black boys um the office called us in there. they they chose us because we were uh we were making what they might call trouble but um you know class clown stuff running through hallways all that stuff telling jokes in class um and so we sat down um and immediately we started into and it was like a uh a process it was like a, a ritual because we came in and we sat circle before we really knew what it what it meant and uh they introduced themselves they said they were there uh to, to to mentor us and the way that they did their particular mentoring was to play a djembe drum um which is a, a west african drum um it's uh, animal skin over top and then uh, a wooden shell and by telling myths and so we didn't they didn't focus on african myths specifically um but you know the myths ran the gambit particularly because the founder was um he did his phd in um in myth so that's that's how we got that's how i got introduced to, to myth in general so how have myths helped you to learn that's a that's a big question uh yeah so being in ninth grade uh the we weren't you know so that was we were like 13 14 years old and not big on the self-reflection at that age. So uh, I think it's hard for us to see how our actions are impacting other people, but especially how they're impacting the rest of our life. And so through the myth, we got to talk about these other people who were making these other decisions. Um, and it was really dope because we would stop partway through the myth. We would never tell a whole myth in one session. Um, there'd always be questions in between. And so we would leave off when um, when a king had exiled 
his son or when um when a snake had, had just gotten the, you know what i'm saying got a new skin whatever happens in myths you know all the magical stuff um and we, we would have to think about what happens next and we have to reflect on uh, the king's decisions or, or the words from one of the elders in the communities or whatever whatever the case was so um it allowed us to really start to talk about ourselves without talking about ourselves because it was uncomfortable for us to do so we got to think about these other people who are in this far off mythological fantastical magical world um we got to say well that was a bad decision because this is how that might impact the village and then they would hit us with tight and so you know what do you think your actions <laughs> how do you think your actions are impacting everybody else and so it was a really helpful way actually because and it was never really heavy-handed like that it wasn't like aha we got you but it was more so like a, a loving nudge towards self-reflection um and so the king let me see an example um there's one myth with with the white snake um and it was a magical snake and you 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 would get powers but you also had to give something up and so um that one of the questions will come up and say would you take the bite of the white snake to save the entire village um and we had to reflect and then in that reflection it was like we were expressing our own values and our own ideals um another example that comes up is uh what was it it was who if, if we could trade our life for someone else to come back to life well, who we do it for and is there a person that we would do that for and so it was like wow like because we saw you know this other person make that decision so it's like word what would you how would you apply that and what would you do with this so anyway all that to say um i think myths allowed us to to mentor and talk to ourselves without really realizing it in a time that uh we didn't really have the skills or the know-how to, to to do that work that's pretty cool so can you tell me what your favorite myth is? I don't know if I have a favorite myth. <laughs> no, no, I'm cheating by saying that. There's one question uh, that got asked in between uh, a myth that we were listening to when I was in high school. And it was, uh, what is about to die in your life? And it was like this metaphorical uh, use of death. Um, and like, so like, yeah, not literally passing away, but like what what is about to end? And I, I think that's one of my favorite mythological questions because everything else is always a metaphor for something else or everything is always a metaphor for something else. And a myth is never really just, um, a person leaving a village isn't really just leaving a village. Um, the fact, you know, and, and so anyway, that's, yeah, I think that question reminds me of the uh, fantastical nature of, of mythology and the possibilities with it. Thank you, Darius. I appreciate you sharing your story with me. I never thought of myths as a way of self-reflection. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom with me, just like Anansi. This is the end of my review of Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky. Thank you for listening to Read Books with Josiah, and be sure to look out for a new episode on March 15th. I'll be discussing the book Bad Guys by Aaron Blavey. Remember, if you'd like to share your thoughts about the book, you can call me at 734-796-7683 to leave me a message, and you just might end up being featured on the podcast. I hope to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. Now go read a book.